Now batting for the Cubs corner, the host, Anthony Pasquale. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Cubs Corner. My name is Anthony Pasquale, and as always, this episode is presented by our great friends at Coach's Bar and Grill. Coach's is located at 6169 North Northwest Highway and is open for delivery, curbside pickup, and now finally patio seating, the beer garden, and even inside Coach's is open for seating. So make sure to get to Coach's. Once again, we welcome back our AL expert to the show, Robert Fiorante. Thanks for coming back, Bob. Thanks for having me. Love doing these. As today is, of course, July 1st, that means most Major League teams have begun reporting to their spring training 2.0, if you will. I know the Cubs have gotten in action today. I think the White Sox are tomorrow or later this week, right? Yeah, Friday, I'm pretty sure they uh, report to the right. And so we are going to take a look around the MLB. This is going to be a 60-game season, but the real is still going to be a playoffs and a World Series champion crowd and we crowned, and we are going to give you who our prediction is for those awards and each division champion. And we are going to start. Let's start in the American League. That's your expertise. We'll start with the AL Central. Who do you think is going to win the division? Well. Not just as a thing, but I really think my uh, my White Sox got a good shot this year. I think they're they've added some veteran pieces, and I really think that's going to bode well in the short season. Um, I was skeptical in a full season, but a short season, I think they have the pitching. Their back end of the bullpen was good last year. I think it'll stay solid, and I think the White Sox are crowned AL Central champs. See, my thinking is actually the opposite of you. I thought the Sox had a better chance if they played a full season because I don't think Minnesota has the pitching to last a full 162-game season. But in 60 games, I think they can really rely on their heavy-hitting lineup, and I think that's why the Twins are going to be crowned AL Central champions. And we'll move right along to the American League East. I don't think there's going to be much discussion here. The Yankees are head and shoulders above any team in that division. I think they win the AL East title this year. Yeah, Yankees had enough talent without arguably the best pitcher in the American League. And Garrett Cole with him, absolutely Yankees win that division. And in the AL West, I think it's a little bit more up for grabs, especially since we don't know how the Houston Astros are going to look this season when they won't be banging on the dugout to let their players know what pitches are coming. I do think they're still going to have a good year, but I don't think they're going to win the division. This is a pick I've had since Joe Madden was signed to the Angels. I think the Angels have a a lot to prove this year, and I think all their pieces might work together. Anthony Rendon, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani in a 60-game season, get off to a red-hot start, and Joe Madden will lead the boys to an AL West title. What do you think, Bob? So I know the last two years they've gotten off to a tough start um, in this division, and then they've made it up big time with some big runs um, middle of the season. I'm going to go with the Oakland A's. Um, I think it's their year. I think they've been second place for quite a bit now, or worse than that. But the last two years they've gotten in that wild card and haven't come through. I think a short season, I think there's going to be more urgency, and I think that that, uh, spurt for them comes early. I'm taking the Oakland A's in the West. Yeah, for me, I think the A's... um are definitely an intriguing roster, especially in this 60-game season. But I think, you know, you said it in, in your reason why you picked them. They tend to start slow and really finish strong, and, and they can't afford to start slow. So that's why I kind of stayed away from the A's here. Who do you have as your two AL wild cards? 
Um, I'm going out of my own division here for one of them. I think the Minnesota Twins get in. Um, I uh, I don't think they're going to have the power they had last year. They didn't have much pitching last year, and I don't think they'll have much pitching this year. But I do think they get into that wild card, like you said, with <clears throat> the lack of pitching probably won't hurt them as much as it would in a long season. So they get in, and then I'm going to take uh, the Angels to, to face them. So that leaves Houston out. I don't think Houston... Um, is going to make it this year. So Angels and Twins is my wild card matchup. Makes for a good matchup. I think the Astros still have a good enough pitching staff, and I do think they have a lot of talent on that roster, regardless of whether or not they cheated in the past. You know, Bregman, Springer, Correa, Altuve as your top four in any lineup is, is going to bode well, I think. So I think the Astros are going to get a wild card spot in the AL West. And then the other one, I'm having a little bit of a tough time deciding. I think the Rays pitching staff, with the way they use their openers and the way they um, and their starters that they do have, you know Blake Snell and, and Charlie Morton, who have had great years in the past, they seem healthy this year. They have a young roster. I think they have a good chance to win the wild card. And and similar to what you said with the Twins, I think the White Sox are going to be a hard team to keep out of the postseason this year. A lot of young talent, but like you mentioned, they brought in some veteran pieces. So I think it's going to come down to the White Sox or the Rays, and only for the fact that you put the White Sox in yours as a division champion and we didn't include the Rays in either, I'll put the Rays in mine. Sounds good. So my wild card matchup will be the Rays and the Astros. They actually played a pretty entertaining series last year. I'm going to take the Rays in that game. They did, yeah, and and people were saying they were uh, tipping pitches in Houston. Because uh, they, they had a tough start there. So we'll, we'll see if they get the rematch. And your wild card game is the Angels against the Twins. Who would you take in that one? I'm taking the Angels. I think Mike Trout gets a chance at the division series here. I really hope he does. Uh, he's probably 27 to 28 now, somewhere around there. So I, I really hope he gets in the playoffs before it's too late. And I think this is the year they at least get in the divisional round. Not sure what happens from there. I think for me then, I'd put the Yankees as my top seed, and that would have the Yankees facing off against their division opponent, Rays, to go to the American League Championship Series. I'll take the Yankees winning that game, and then the the battle between the other two division champs will be the Twins against the Angels, who you had as your wildcard teams. I think the Angels win that one, so it'll be Angels-Yankees to go to the World Series, and I'll take the Yankees winning that matchup. Yeah, so that would leave me with the uh, Yankees versus the Angels in the division series. I'm taking the Yankees. Sorry, Mike Trout, but, I mean, there's just too much talent for them not to get at least to the ALCS. That would leave me with the White Sox. As the one seed? No, no, Yankees-Angels was the Oh, the wild Yeah, card. You're so right, the you're Yankees right. were okay. the one seed. Um, so the Yankees will get there, and then it's uh, White Sox-Oakland A's. That's a good matchup. That is a good matchup. Two good teams matchup. that I didn't have in mind. Uh, so... I got to be biased here and go with my White Sox to the championship series. Although I think it'll be a five-gamer. Um, and then I do think the Yankees will get to the World Series. Okay, shifting gears to the National League before we crown a champion. We'll start in my home division, the National League Central. Um, I personally think this is the Cubs division to lose. I think the Brewers did not get better this offseason. I'm going to have them finishing fourth. I think the Reds did get a lot better this offseason, but I still wouldn't take their roster over the Cubs. And I don't think the Cardinals did enough to improve. In fact, they lost Marcelo Zuna to another National League team. So I think the Cubs have both the star power, the veteran presence, and hopefully the pitching to get it done. My only concern is maybe 
Um, the Reds get off to a hot start with some of their arms. But other than that, I think it's the Cubs division to lose. So I've got the Cubs winning the NL Central. Yeah, the NL Central's tough for me. I really think it's going to come down to either the Cubs or the Reds. I think Cardinals last year was their year to uh, go for it, and they uh, fell short. And I think the Brewers are going to fall off completely. Also, another team that goes gets off to slow starts lately. Um, I'm going to take the Reds. They remind me a little bit of the Nationals from last year. Some good arms. Um, they have some good um, bats, too. I think they get it done in the short season. I think they're going to have a sense of urgency. They haven't been good for a while now. Um, so I really think, since the Brandon Phillip days, so I really think uh, with the shortened season benefits the Reds here. Okay, and then we'll take a look at the NL East. Um, the NL East is a, a difficult division to predict for me because there isn't one team that's head and shoulders above the rest like the AL East with the Yankees, but... So, you know, you look at the Braves, for example. they got to play the Phillies, the Mets, the Nationals, and the Marlins. And then their interleague games are against the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Rays, and then the rest of that division. So there's really not going to be any easy games. You know, the Marlins, I guess you could say, and then the Blue Jays on the flip side. But I think this division's really going to beat up on each other. I think they are going to produce two playoff teams. But I think winning the division is going to be the Atlanta Braves. I think they're too stacked with talent offensively to not get the job done. They do have some nice young pitchers, you know, Mike Soroka to, to just name one, but I like, um, you know, I like the Marcelo Zuna signing. I like Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna, Ozzy Albies. I think the Braves win that division. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the toughest divisions, um, top to bottom besides the Marlins. You got, you got some talent up there. I'm going to go like I did last year, um, fell short, but I'm going to go with the Phillies. Um, I think Joe Girardi's a good manager. He's a good piece. They brought in DD, so they got their everyday shortstop. McCutcheon healthy. Right. Um, so I, I, they weren't obviously didn't live up to expectations last year. Bryce is going to be there for another 50 years. So <laughs> maybe they get in there this year. I'm going to go with the Phillies. Yeah, they definitely have uh, enough time to, to make that contract worthwhile, but you got to start doing it now. Yep. I actually have the Phillies coming out of that division as a wild card, but before we get to the wild cards, let's take a look at the National League West. And it's like the American League East for me. It's it's one team that's absolutely loaded, and a lot of teams are that are pretty far away. Dodgers have to win this division, in my opinion. You know, Bellinger, Betts, Seager, I mean, they're just loaded with talent, and they still have the pitching to get the job done. So I think the Dodgers win the West this year. And maybe there will be a wild card team coming out of it. You know, the Padres, the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, and the Giants. None of the teams look scary on paper, but beating up on that division, they might be able to win some games. Yeah, um, no doubt about it. I'm going to go with the Dodgers as well. Um, David Price, if he doesn't do anything great on the field, he's a great clubhouse presence. He's a Jason Hayward type of guy. Brings that veteran uh, aspect to the game. They're lucky there's a season at all because they might have lost out on Mookie altogether but definitely the Dodgers out of that division and then taking a look for me at the NL wild card like I said I like the Phillies to be that top wild card spot host the game and then probably have you know maybe Arietta or Aaron Nola pitch that game and then I think the second wild card is going to come down to two teams that are very young but very talented for me the second wild card is going to come down between the Reds and the Padres, mm. I think. And I think a lot of people could go Mets or even Nationals, but I don't think the Nationals are going to have that good a year. I know you don't either. And I think the Mets might struggle getting beat up by their own division. So I like the Padres. 
or the Reds, and because you put the Reds and I doubt you're putting the Padres, I'll have the Padres squeak in as the second wild card spot to take on the Phillies. Yeah, it's a dark horse team and definitely a possibility. I'm going to go with the Cubs in there. And I think I think the DH, the whole DH situation, we haven't really talked about it much in the NL, but I think that fits the Cubs great, and I think that fits the Reds pretty well, too. They yeah, got Cassiano. Right. So I'm going to put the Cubs in there, and then I'm going to put the Braves in there. Um, I definitely don't think the Nationals are going to be in contention from start to finish. I think they're going to have a horrible year. 25 wins tops for that team. <laughs> Um, 25 and 35 tops. Um, so that leaves, I'm going to say the Braves host that, Cubs and Braves. That So that's my wild card matchup. Tough matchup for the Cubs to draw. I'll go first with my wild card matchup. It's the San Diego Padres against the Philadelphia Phillies. I think the Phillies will win that game, but I do think it'll be exciting, you know, high scoring, but I think the Phillies just have the deeper roster at the end of the day. So that'll have the Phillies traveling to the Dodgers because the Dodgers are my hypothetical one seed. I'll have the Dodgers beating them, and then the Cubs taking on the Braves in a five-gamer. And hopefully the Cubs' veteran presence will be enough for them to beat the Braves. Might be a little tough. That lineup is loaded, but like you were biased with the Sox, I'll be biased with the Cubs and send them to the CS, but I don't think they'll have enough in the tank to beat the Dodgers, barring any injuries. So I've got the Dodgers representing the National League, in the World Series to take on the Yankees, and I'll give you my prediction for that after you take it away. Yeah, so for our wild card matchup, we had Braves and Cubs. I'm going to take the Cubs on the road in that one. Um, I think they're. I, Are you I, on the mound? Yeah, yeah. You never know. <laughs> um, I think they're. I think they're a solid road team. Um, I, I. I don't know why. I just think. I don't know. I trust them more on the road this year. Just I don't know, but we'll see. Won't so, matter without fans. Right. It'll all feel the so, same. So yeah, right. So we'll say true. Um, so that leaves the Dodgers and the Cubs. I'll take the Dodgers and that. And then between the Phillies and the Reds, I'm going to go with the Reds. Okay. Um, I think just with that staff, it's like the Nationals. You, you throw out some arms out there. You got Luis Castillo. You got Sonny Gray. Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer. Um, they got some arms. So I think in a short series, a five-gamer, that gets it done. Um, it's a great year for the Reds and the CS. Unfortunately, like like you, it comes like you said, it comes to an end. Dodgers, Yankees. I think anything besides Dodgers, Yankees, would be a shot in the dark. I think that's what most people would uh, predict here. It'd be ridiculous if that doesn't happen. So yeah, Dodgers, I, I, Yankees. I think both those rosters are head and shoulders above anybody yeah. else in the league. I think they're loaded, both pitching and offensively. Um, and I think if you know these two teams end up in the World Series, I don't know if you necessarily even have to put an asterisk next to it because these are the two teams that have been expected from the get-go. Right. Um, originally, when we started taping this, I was thinking I'm picking the Yankees, but for some reason going through this, I like the Dodgers. And I've never picked the Dodgers to even make the World Series. I've had the Braves mm. or the Cubs in years past or this year even before the shutdown. But, you know, Mookie in 60 games, Bellinger, Kershaw, Walker, Bueller, I think this might be the year for the Dodgers to finally get it done, which maybe then there is an asterisk because they couldn't get it done in 162 games how many years in a row. But they always start on top of the National League. They have a 51-9 and record through 60 games in 2017. So this is the type of team that can really get hot. So I think the Dodgers get it done. Yeah, that's, 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 that's some good points there. I'm going to go with the Yankees. It's two fan bases that, uh, for different reasons, are begging for a championship. New York has been spoiled. 
2009 was their last one, so over a decade for the Yankees. Um, I, I think they get it done this year. Um, Dodgers, it's been a little bit longer than that, so I think they're going to have to wait a little longer. And maybe they'll want to do it in a full season anyways. Um, but I do think the Yankees get it done this year. Garrett Cole's just going to put them over the edge here. Um, and I think their staff is not great either, so a 60-game season doesn't hurt. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say in a seven-gamer, they're just going to have too much power even for that Dodgers pitching staff that is tough. And Dodgers take it in, I mean, Yankees take it in six. There you go, Yankees in six. So I've got a couple of questions for you about this season and how we'll look back on it in the future. And the first one is a fairly obvious one. Is there an asterisk on a championship? Yeah, you know, I've been thinking it over um, since we talked, and I still don't think so. Um, like you said, I absolutely don't think so if that ends up being the World Series. But I think either way you look at it, I'm not putting an asterisk there. I just won't. Um, I, I, I want to see baseball, I want to see intensity, and I think, barring anything, re- like, huge with the virus and major, major players getting shut down, and then you, you know, it's going to be end up being taxi squads, barring any of that, if it's normal squads, um, I think the playoffs will be intense, and I think it'll end up being a normal playoffs, as normal as it can be, and I'm not putting an asterisk. Okay, how about this question? Let's say you're the Cubs, and it's 2016, and we have this virus outbreak. You haven't won in 108 years, but you win a 60-game season. Is there an asterisk then? Yes, I think there is. So um, if the Indians were to win this year, there'd be an asterisk. I don't know. Um, but I, 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 I mean, I don't know if I'd put one, but I definitely think... Baseball be, historians right, would put one. Right, absolutely. I think it'd be a different story completely. I think... The, obviously, Cubs fans and other people would celebrate like normal, most likely, probably. Um, but I do think With other six people feet of distance, right, of right, 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 of course. But I think other people would put an asterisk on that. All right, now I'm just going to ask you some statistical ones. If a player bats 400 this season, does that go down in in history the way Ted Williams did in 1941? It can't, right? It can't. Um, and and I'll just say be. Because of the amount of at-bats. I'm curious to see how many at-bats it would be, but given the amount of at-bats, I don't think a 400 average. Because people have had 400 averages through Through, 200 at-bats or whatever it is. Um, I don't think that goes down as a true 400. Because, I mean, you get 550, 600 at-bats in a normal season. Right. I think, you know, say four at-bats a game, 60 games... You're looking at 240 at bats. That's a third of a normal season. Right. So you know, at, at best, because you got walks and right. stuff. Right. And so. so that'll be pretty tricky. Um, do you think there will be a pitcher who goes nine and zero or ten and zero this year? Um, I don't. I don't. I think it's more of a possibility when you're not thinking about it. You know, when you have 162 and you start nine and zero through 60 games, it's not as big of a deal because you got right. so much left. I think. It'll be more urgency, more intensity, and I also think a lot of pitchers are going to pitch less than five innings. Um, True, because they won't be right, ramped up. Right. So I, I think, given all that, I, I don't think we'll see a ten and zero or a nine and zero or a zero ERA. Yeah, and the other thing you got to think about too is in a sixty game season, you won't have teams tanking from the start because every team has a legitimate shot. Right. So that should lead to some more competition. When you know the Dodgers come in town, you're going to give them their best. You're not you, expecting you, to lose. You would think so. You'd think the Orioles, the Marlins. I mean. The, the Tigers. Yeah, teams um, like that. Yeah, so they'll be they'll be all out. And then my other question is, even though it's a 60-game season, I assume MLB will hand out an MVP and a Cy Young Award. 
um, for both leagues. So who do you think your MVP is for both leagues and Cy Young Award? So my MVP in the AL, I mean, it's 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 pretty typical here. I'm going Mike Trout, yeah. and I'm going Mike Trout mostly because I think they're going to get in the playoffs. If they get in, the, he's he's questionable when they have such a bad record, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm putting him in the playoffs. Mike Trout's going to go off. Um, he doesn't always start great, but I I think he's going to have a hot start, and I think he's going to get hot with his team. Although Anthony Rendon's on that team too, so we'll see. But yeah, um, he's my AL MVP, and for my AL, or for my NL MVP, I'm going Mookie Betts. I think either way you look at it, it's gonna be someone on the Dodgers because they're gonna they're gonna have 45 ish wins, and I think he'll be one of the few guys that has won in both leagues. Um, and I think just they're gonna be much better than anyone else, and I think you have to give it to him. So I'll let you do your MVPs before I hit my Cy Youngs. Yeah, I mean, looking at the American League in years past, it's been Mike Trout, whichever Astro has a really good year, and then a surprise guy. So, for instance, last year, I think it was Trout, Bregman, and then Matt Chapman, I'm pretty sure. Or Marcus Simeon, maybe, because both of those guys had great years for the A's. I think it's too easy to not pick Mike Trout. Mm -hmm. I think he has to be the guy in the American League, at least if you're a betting man, he has to be the guy you're putting your money on. In the National League, I was liking Mookie Betts too, but since you picked him, I'm going to, I'm going to change that a little bit. And I think if we both have the Phillies going places this year, Bryce Harper needs to be the guy there. And my other thought also in that division is Ronald Acuna is going to have a great Mm, year. That's a good one. So I think it's, it's going to come out of the American League East, even I mean, the National League East, right. even Freddie Freeman could get it if he mm-hmm. starts hot. But I'll go uh, I'll go Ronald Acuna Jr. And then I also think a dark horse, really dark horse candidate is Anthony Rizzo, who's down right. 25 pounds. So he, he's looking built, stronger than ever. So keep an eye on, on Rizzo out of the Cubs lineup, too. Even, you know, Brian might be an I option. thought you were going to throw a Tatis in there. Yeah. Because you have the Padres making the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, he's going to be a huge part of that. Yeah, and he'll have to be at least thought of in that conversation, but I'll let you take it away with your Cy Young pick. Yeah, so my National League Cy Young, I don't know if this is dark or not dark, but I'm going Aaron Nola um, of the Phillies here, um, mostly because I think they're going to win the division. Um, I don't think Jake Arrieta is the same guy he used to be, so he's got to be my guy. I don't think it'll come off the Dodgers staff. I think they'll all be pretty similar um, ERA-wise. So I got to go with, uh, or I mean, I guess you could say Walker Bueller could be a possibility, but I'm going Aranola. Um, and then in the American League, this is a dark horse. I'm going Sean Manaya on the A's. A's? Closer? On the, he's the starter. He, uh, he might have been in the bullpen for a little bit. I think out of the little last year when he was recovering, but he's, he's going to start. And if he's healthy, I'm going Sean Manaya. Um, another division winner for me on the Oakland A's. Not a talked-about team too much. They usually play uh, 9-15 at night. That might be why. <laughs> so I'm going Sean Manaya and Aaron Nola. Okay. Um, in the National League, I'm going to go with who I think is going to go 10-0 and with a sub-1. Oh, God. Walker Bueller. Wow. I think he's going to have a great year for the Dodgers. A sixth of the wins. And here's the other... Here's my thing that I just thought about when you said Manaya. You look at a 60 game season. A reliever? A reliever. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. if I'll I'll go I'll pick a reliever in the American League 
and you try to think of the best team, the there reliever no, that's going to make the, the most difference. How about Chapman? It could be. A fireballer who's mm. going to be ramped up because he, he's always ramped up. That would take a lot for him to get it over Garrett Cole, but I could see it. Maybe like, I don't know, 20 saves a third of the mm. games. Oh, that's a possibility. Because the relievers sure. are going to matter more than the starters this year mm. for more than any year in the past. Maybe him. You would think so. Who, um, who's the ace closer if it's not Manaya? He had a ton of saves yeah, last year. He did. Well, they had Blake trying him, but then he left. And then, oh, God, who'd they have last year? Or, or maybe a guy in the Rays that opens or closes. Uh, you know, yeah, there's there's a lot of different options, but I'll stick with Walker Bueller from the National League, and I'll go a roll this wow. Chapman in the American League. I've got one last question for you. I'm going to put you in the headspace of a manager. We're starting extra innings. There's a runner on second. You're batting. Mm-hmm. Are you bunting? Yes or no? No outs. No outs. Yes. You are bunting. Absolutely, because I mean. I mean, it would depend on who's up in the lineup, although there's universal DH, so you'll never have to worry about um, pitcher. the pitcher. But it would depend on who's up, but for sure, for sure, if there's a fly ball guy after that. Give me a sack fly. Right. And, I mean, I'll... So, like, if you have Hap Rizzo, you're right. going to go and bunt I, and then let Rizzo get the guy Yeah, the and third. I would definitely pinch run whoever... Or I don't know who they're going to put on second. The last out. The last out. So, whoever it was, if it's Back not to fast Little guy... baseball. Right. You're putting a fast guy out there because you're assuming that it's going to be the last inning and you're not going to need him anyways. Um, on defense, so I'm putting a fast guy out there. I'm bunting, getting him to third. Then, I mean, a chop, they'll, they'll bring the infield in. A chopper gets him in. Right, with two chances. Ball. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I'm, a, I'm more of a small ball kind of guy. Okay, and I'll put you in the headspace of the – I would also bunt, I think. Now I'll put you in the headspace of the team that's pitching. Walk the first guy. Put first and second, give yourself the force out, right? If you have a guy with good control – um, it's 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 possible if you have a guy because with, that guy in first doesn't matter. It's only but you the don't want to walk half to get the Rizzo. True. I mean, so, it, it depends how the lineup. Will right. Work. It does depend on um a bunch of things, but that's not a bad idea, especially if you got a a slow guy like like I think of a Victor Martinez. If you got yeah. him coming up, you're, you're you're almost guaranteed a double play unless he gets it right or a Yachty. Right. The guy hits into like twelve double yeah. plays. Yeah. Miguel year. Cabrera, you know, so a guy like that. I thought you don't want to bring that kind of guy up because they're also power. True. Run producers, but a guy that hits into a lot of double plays or like a, uh, I mean, especially if it's a good hitter up there, I'd walk him, but it depends. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how those situations and this season plays out. It looks like it'll get going in about 21 days or so. And that'll do it for this edition of the Cubs Corner. Thanks for coming on the show once again, Bob. Thanks for having me. Always fun. Always a pleasure. That is a wrap on this edition. As always, this episode, past episodes, and future episodes are available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and the Cubs HQ website. Make sure to subscribe and give us a rating. But for now, that'll do it. Thank you all for coming to the Cubs Corner.